This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms of supply. See mcdonalds.com. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Twitter Spaces. After a, I think it's fair to say, a disappointing ending to a two-all draw with Sunderland. Obviously, it's been uh, a big week for everybody. And you know, after the start where we had the uh, observation of a minute silence for the Queen, uh, led by Rita Taylor and family and Luther. It was uh, it, it was on to proceedings. Uh, before we say that, anybody who's seen it, it's also been a sad week in the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes uh, camp as well, as Carlos, um, uh, unfortunately, his father passed away uh, this week. So uh, he may not be as, uh, as prevalently seen as he has, obviously, in previous weeks. So uh, obviously, our love and care goes out to the, uh, the James family in the meantime. But... A minute's silence today observed well by all. And then the game starting. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it was an interesting game, to say the least. It was certainly an improvement on Tuesday's performance away at Ewood Park. Um, and there was certainly energy. But, of course, we're looking at a far, fairly kind of low benchmark to improve. But an improvement it was, despite the disappointment that we saw there, um, you know, right at the end. So, um Let's see how we uh, how we move through this. We've already got some people wanting to come on and speak. Your thoughts on the game are as ever um, interesting and interested to hear. Um, Justin, sir, I am there? Peter. Yes, how are you? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, well. Obviously, the end is always going to be the the the, the bitter taste that we take away from that. Yeah. Um, and I think the uh, the interesting piece will be. 
what everybody's thoughts are on it. I don't want to kind of lead anybody down any particular path. Well, so I think we'll <clears> kind of we'll kind of see what what people's opinions are. What, what were your? Well, I'm going to say I think my thoughts are going to be slightly more charitable because I've already had a quick look at what people said on the five word match reviews, etc. And I, I'm uh-huh. going to say that was an improvement on Tuesday. Um, but if you have a look at what's incoming, I think I might be slightly more charitable than what's what's about to happen. So let's see. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, let's start. Let's start off uh, with with Mal. Mal, hello, sir. How are you? Hello there. Hi. Um, first of all, um, thoughts and prayers for Carl for his sad loss. Thank you, sir. And, that, and um, uh, how anybody wants us to go up to the Premier with that team. Uh, I do not know because we are just going to get hammered and we'll be back to where we are now, unfortunately. Uh, I, I agreed. It's definitely not. Uh, it's by no means premiership ready. Where, where do you think today, where do you see the problems today? I, I say I don't want to kind of be leading the witness um, today. I want to see what everybody else's thoughts are rather than charging in with my own. Where, where did you see it going wrong today? Mainly um, the back, the back line again. Um, same old people at the back, back post got free range in the penalty area, and also our passing at times. Oh God, I can't believe how many, how many times we were passing to the wrong players or to players that not even there. Yeah, I mean, it was the the the, the passing percentage was around kind of seventy five percent when I when I looked just a moment ago, which is you know kind of you pass it three times you give it away. Um, it was interesting. I thought KMB had one of his worst games in terms of passing accuracy, um, which on which on occasions this season has been quite saying something. Um, but he just kind of didn't get it and couldn't give it. One of the things for me in midfield was, uh, and a lot of people have spoken about KMB and Hassan Kamara, uh, sorry, not Hassan Kamara, uh, Hamza Chowdhury, slowing the game down. But we had both of those doing it. And we also saw Aspria not having a forward necessary option and always turning around and passing it back every time. We don't seem to look to move forward yet. And with Keenan Davis, who I think most people will take as a very big positive from the day, I don't know, people might or might not, we've got to look to pass a, a forward a lot quicker. Would you think that's reasonable and fair? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because uh, we're just too slow on attacking. Yeah, and uh, you know, in that last 10 minutes, I mean, bearing in mind... Sunderland, the Sunderland team that we've just given two goals uh, away to, and of course one was also disallowed for for offside, but it was it was a close, and again it was a repeat of that overload at the far post, which Clark put away with the plumb, but fortunately the linesman gave uh, gave his uh, his linesman's flag for. In that last ten minutes, they were flooding through the midfield, and nobody was looking to pick anybody up, despite the uh, the, the the change that had been made, which is which is really. Yes, a worry. Paul Turner's uh, just put in a five-word review, which says, need to play faster football. I think that kind of, we, we bear that out, definitely. 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 We're going into the international break, Mal. What do you want to see when we come back out the other side? Uh, more more commitment and more uh, togetherness, really, as a team. 
Well, let's hope let's hope we see that then. Let's absolutely hope we see that. Great stuff, Mel. Thank you as ever. Lovely to hear from you. Thank you so much for, for your words. Obviously, thank you so much to everybody who has passed on condolences to to Carl. He's been quite overwhelmed by uh, by by them, uh, but in a really nice way, which is which is obviously what we kind of want to hear. Um, in the meantime, let's go to inside the orange and Mr. Rich Stevens. Rich, are you there, sir? Hello, Rich. Hello, guys. How are you? All right. Hello. Yeah, yeah. We're all right. right. So you know, it's it's after a game we didn't get the win that we we hope we would be able to see through. We just we just seem to be that brittle at the back, don't we? How, what do you, how do you think about everything, sir? It's it is tough. I mean, if you look at the table, it's horrible because the, them up the M1 of getting very very close to us. So I can see mm. why we're starting to get a little bit panicky, but. It is the championship. It's not easy. It's not straightforward. And days like this are going to happen. I think the biggest thing out today is kill a game off. And I think that's hurt us a lot of the time. Um, now, I'm not saying by any means, you know, I, I wasn't at the game, I'll be 100% honest, but listening to it on the radio and things like that, mm-hmm. um, I have to be honest that if we can't get a th- second or a third, uh, sorry, a third, that's where we're going to start coming. In in this division, it's it's quite it's quite a straightforward division. You need to outscore your opponents, and the, uh, your opponents are going to score goals. So, it, it, for me, it, it's I know we we do labour on about the defence, but we do need to be sticking the ball in the net a few more times to do it. And again, you know, I might get shot down for saying that, but I think that's you know it is you know I, I appreciate today. You know, we need we do need to defend better, but you know, if we're three one up, it, it changes games. You know what I mean, and things like that. And you know, that at the moment, I think some put 10 goals in 10 games that sums it up and I think that's quite a big thing at the moment I think we need to start scoring some more goals absolutely well you know he's got he's got now what a couple of weeks to try and bring that group together and try and bring that cohesion as you mentioned and and bring in some a level of resilience there I think uh, uh, probably is is best and what he'll be aiming for I definitely think it was an improvement on Tuesday um, and, and I appreciate as I said at the start it's an incredibly low bar um, they just they need to have more resilience in terms of that. I thought at the back, uh, you know, Trustecon came in, and uh, I, I haven't looked at the watched the goals back there, but I don't think uh, he can be particularly blamed for any of those. I thought Hawes gave us uh, something there, and and we saw what worked well with Kamara. I think, for, for to, to my mind, you know, a lot of it changed when when Davis went off. When Davis was bought, bought off the pitch and we bought on Dan Gosling, and it's unfair to throw it all at Dan Gosling, but that was the change. So we suddenly moved to bio in field in you know up front and he just does he just isn't what Keenan Davis does Keenan Davis is you know he's a bit of a battering ram he's a solid player and he gets in and he just tries to hold the ball and tries to bring others into play and bio just simply doesn't occupy an opposition defense in the same way as as, you know, as we saw Davis do, and the moment we took him off, um, what what we saw was them just running through, running out, and playing around the back because he just doesn't occupy them. He just doesn't give them the same things to think about. Um, but that being said, you know, we saw eighty minutes. I wish we'd have seen ninety from uh, from 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 Keenan Davis personally, but um, it means that he is increasing his, his his fitness, and hopefully after the international break, we might be able to see. Well, let's hope an awful lot more of the man because uh, he's he really kind of gave us something that we've missed, which was the ability for the ball to stick, us to move upfield and then get in and around and support him, um, and then you can kind of let Pedro and other people kind of go and do what they do, including Semmer as well, and some lovely passing from Aspria in fairness too. Um, 
there we go. We'll see. Um, am I right to do a little bit of a plug as well? Because of, of course, course you are. Of course, course, course you can. Of course you can. So again, I don't like doing. I like to do this on a win. I really would. Um, but if I can re- remind everyone, obviously, when I do come in here, the guys are very kind to remind me that I did the charity walk back in May. Um, we have actually launched. Uh, Dave Messenger very kindly has provided a signed um, shirt for us. Again, uh, a signed home shirt, 2022-23 season. I've got an auction going on. It's a kind of silent slash not silent social media auction across Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, so I'm just asking people to bid on a Watford shirt. There's no prices set yet. It's day we have just started it. So I'm looking for bids of anything um, to, to, to get hold of a signed Watford shirt. So um, you can bid via, so the, yeah, you could bid, or just just comment, there's a pin tweet, so for guys here on Twitter today, there's a pin tweet, just comment on that. All the proceeds will be going to Anna Kennedy Online, which is an autism charity, the same people who did the charity um, walk for. Um, so if people want to get their hands on a sign what for chat for this year, have a look on my profile, go to the pin tweet and start bidding. Good Excellent man, Rich. Stuff. Good man. We we will add in some uh, so, some links and we'll, we'll we'll put in the occasional tweet out there for everybody to uh, to, to be reminded there because as, if anybody didn't know, uh, Richford inside the Orange M4 Anna Kennedy online walked from Leicester City to Watford, um, and he he still looked more energetic than the than the team who did go out against Leicester last <laughs> season. But that's that's not the point. That's not the point at all. That's me being silly. Never mind. Don't forget, guys. This is the place wherever your opinion your opportunity is here to come and let us know you know what what you're thinking is now let's go across to our our friend from wendover who was uh, who was sitting in the uh, in in the upper graham taylor Greg, are you there, sir? Hello, mate. Hello, sir. I yeah, saw I, we, we Justin and I were sitting together in the Vicarage Road end, and we saw your arms going up and down as they scored an equaliser. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, I think I think we know exactly how you felt. Yes, mate. Uh, I'd just like to echo Mal's thoughts uh, to to, Carl, to Carlos. Uh, I was fortunate to to see him today, and just uh, yeah, uh, yeah. My condolences to Carl and his family. Um, Thank you. Thank you, sir. No problem at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say, lads. Um, yes, an improvement from Tuesday night, but, you know, d- d- we didn't have to d- be a lot better to be better than Tuesday, did we? Um, yeah, look, I'm one of the posit- positive voices, and I'm, I'm swaying. I am swaying big time. Um, fed up of seeing the same defenders... Week in, week out, as soon as Cabba came on, I thought, oh, my good God. And what happened? They were knocking on the door and we were lucky to get a draw. We were lucky to get a draw in the end. Outnumbered in midfield once again. Yeah, agree with you, Pete. The the uh, the plus of the day is Keenan Davis. He's he's a player and a half. Um, just totally, totally, and utterly frustrated. What do you think Bio brought to the party, Greg, when he came on? Nothing. No, yeah, me too. Nothing. Me too. Um, you know, I support the board. I support the board all the time. I'm being stretched now. I am being stretched big time. Um, Gino was sat there with Mogi Bayat and Raphael Riva 
our ex chairman that had to resign mm-hmm. that had to resign over the uh the early uh issue when we initially the, the forged the forged bank yeah the yeah, forged bank yeah bank. I don't want to get libelous but the three of them No that was what it was the three of them were sat together um yeah look I'm Mr. Positive and I've supported them all the way, all the way. And I've got myself into trouble on Twitter for not in trouble, oh. not in trouble. That's the wrong word. But I've been supporting them all the way, haven't I? All the way. And I feel let down, let down that those same defenders are out there on the pitch. We're having to play Craig Cathcart at right back where we've bought in a right back that he obviously doesn't rate. So did he want him? You know, I have to probably agree with our friend from Florida. I've, you know, I'm really, really angry. OK. No, that's good. That's fine. That's where that's where you're feeling today. You know, I, think, I think it's worth saying. I think it is worth saying. Sorry, sorry, yeah, Greg, just for a second. Yeah, yeah. I think it's worth saying that that is how you are feeling. And however you are feeling, either positive or negative, let's face it, we, we, we kind of loosely ask for the, you know, everybody to respect everybody's views here on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. When you go away into the Twitter sphere, of course you can say what you will and what you what you want. But this week, for example, Sam Uko has had, you know, yeah. a number of, uh, uh, of people kind of go after and go, all I will ask is if you're listening to this, do think about how you will feel if you have people coming after you. Whatever your opinion, whichever side you're on, Uncle Ron has had lots of people had a go at him, and he's on the other side. It's not needed. It's people's opinions. Basically, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Nobody wants to necessarily smell anybody else's. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be abusive to anybody online or, in, in Sam's case, actually, in you know, in <laughs> in the stadium on previous occasions. Yeah. Let's, let's try and make sure that we keep this as a dialogue and it's a conflap. And whatever your opinion here, we're happy to hear it. You know, Greg, you you you're getting frustrated now, and you've been incredibly positive about everything. That's no problem at all. It's also no problem for you to say, but I'm getting frustrated now as well. You're fully entitled to do yeah. so. Uh, you know, I did DM Sam and and, and try to put a, you know an arm around his shoulder because uh, that is you know what he's had to face is uh, it's just not on. It's just not on. Um, now it's not needed. Somebody told me, and I didn't see it myself coming out of the ground, that Mr. Munoz was there today. Now, I hope he- I hope they're not planning an international break, and I hope not. I want it to work for Rob Edwards more than... I've told you in the, in the bunker before the game, I want it to work for Rob Edwards more than I've ever wanted it to work for any head coach in Watford's history other than the great man himself. I really want it to work for Rob Edwards. He was of, there. Yeah, get him he of, was there. It was confirmed yeah. to me. Yeah, he was there. Munoz was there yeah. today. He was also there on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it, it has been stated that he is doing some kind of tour with his brother going to various games, and that happens to include Watford. Yeah, You can believe that, if you will. You can, you know, if it's different, I'm sure we'll see a corner flag and we'll know yeah. all about it soon. But, but in the meantime, it'd be interesting to get a show of hands in terms of how everybody feels, you know, pro 
Edwards or having, you know, kind of, or, or, or saying, oh, no, I'd, I'd like to go back to Sweet Caroline being played every five minutes. Either way. Um, but Peter, Peter, get rid of Rob is not the answer. He's inherited those defenders. They're not, uh, bar, yep. bar house, they're not his defenders. Getting rid of Rob would not be the answer. He's what we wanted, a young, forward-thinking uh, you know, progressive coach, and we've got to get behind Rob, and the board have got to get behind him. And you know, I, I looked the other day; there are some free agent right-sided defenders out there. Maybe we've got to do something. We've got to do something with that defence. Okay, all right, great, great stuff. Great. Cheers, no, Pete. no, I'm not. Whenever I turn around, like it's a bit like uh, cheers, fella. Um, it's a bit like if we put a, a pole up you know, for something. It doesn't mean you have to go one way or the other. It's not it's not a leading question here. I would like to see Rob Edwards as successful as everybody else. Guys, we can see you're all coming in now wanting to uh, talk. We will be coming to you. Ellie, I'll come to you because in a minute because uh, I didn't get to you on Tuesday. My apologies. Uh, Jay Solo, Pat, you can uh, hit your mic button. You're on. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Uh, just give me two minutes. Um, we're all just getting out of the car. Sorry, hold on. Give you two minutes. No, uh, well, 30, two 30 minutes. seconds, 30 seconds. Hold on. 30 seconds. There we go. There we go. This is what we like to do on, on Twitter Spaces is listen to people as they get out of cars, move around, <laughs> and decide what the, their thoughts are going to be. Oh, look at this. Okay, right. He's out of the car now. Well, actually, I just right. get in the car. Everyone, everyone else got out of the car. But anyway, that is not what my point is. I'll be honest with you. There's far too much detail about the cars now. Yeah. Go on, yeah, what do right. you want to so, say about the game, mate? How are you doing? I'll start on the positives, which is Keenan Davis and Rob Edwards' is a recruitment. Not the Cubs' recruitment. Rob Edwards' is a re- recruitment. Because our Ooh. best forward is Keenan Davis. And that's clearly a player that Rob Edwards wants. Is. Right. Good. Our best defender a- is Courtney Hawes. It's another clearly a player that Rob Edwards wanted. Then, okay. I won't go to the midfield because they're all shit. Um, <laughs> and then... I'll, Even Chowdhury? Chowdhury. My, my issue with Chowdhury, I mean, we've... When, in, at the start of the second half, if we had a loser to, you know, pick a, pick a dangerous pass on the... I know, obviously, he's injured. But if we had him pick a dangerous pass on the pitch, we, I'm convinced we would have won because he would have helped us... Um, sort of, he would have helped us push on. I, I do think when he comes back, it will all change because then we'll have that progressive midfielder. But um, my issue with Chowder is he's just so, uh, he's just a bulldog. He's just aggressive. He's got no, he's got no, like, I don't know. He's just got no ability about him almost. And KMB is just the same, but worse. I don't, I mean, I've never really rated KMB, but especially today, I don't rate him. And then I'll also go on to say that, you know, when Cabo- when Cabaselli comes on, we just yeah, it's like a circus before. Like we just look like we're gonna implode. It just oh my, he just makes us so bad. And Dan Gosling as well. I know, well, I, I don't really know why I shouldn't blame him because he didn't do anything good. So I am gonna blame him. Um, I, I don't Fair know. If I'm being harsh on, well, not, I I can't be being harsh. Surely, but I don't know. No, you're not being harsh. You're being realistic. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'll also say that just I've I've, I've been on it twice this season for QPR and Blackburn. I've banged on about the fullbacks every time. I'm gonna have to do it again because at the end at the end of the game, our lineup was Semra at left back, who's a left winger forward, whatever you want to call him. He's not a left back, and he showed it. Yeah. So I've almost 
I almost sympathise with him, but you've got to stay in position. And he didn't do that for their last goal. Um, and Cathcart, he, he's really not the problems, uh, Cathcart himself. But we have to have a competent right back. You know, Ngakia got absolutely exposed by Diaz um, midweek. And then uh, Gaspar, I mean, we all know how bad he is. He's just not, he's just not good enough. He's not fit enough, young enough. He's just not anything. Would he have been better than Craig Cathcart? No, no, no. Cathcart, I was, I thought we did well until Cathcart um, came off. I, I was quite happy with him today. I think I think Cathcart personally is a totally competent defender. Yeah, he's a, he's I, a def- I mean, I I get the pe- I get the fact that people say, look, he's been relegated twice, and therefore he's there. But of the batch who have been relegated twice, he is still halfway competent, yeah. and he, he also is flexible, can play there, and he can also put in a half decent delivery as he did today, and he did at Wolves two seasons ago, uh, not Wolves, at Norwich when we went away and he played right back. He can do that. And our problem didn't really come during that so much as in that last 10 minutes and then Cabaselli came on. Um, you know, Cabaselli and and uh, and Davis was removed. So it's easy to throw it at Gosling and, and Cabaselli. And the only reason I say that is because they're on the pitch when it happens. It can be absolutely accurate to throw it at them, you know, to, to say about it. That's absolutely down to you, mate. It's no trouble at all. I can't keep calling you Jay Solo. That's just ridiculous. What name should I be calling you? My, na- my name's Josh. Um, but Josh, please. Soloway is my surname, but I shorten it down on, like, I don't know, on social media. It's just my... Um, it's just my like thing. I don't know, but my name's oh, Josh. Um, I'm far too old. I'm going to just call you Josh. That'll be a lot yeah, easier for me works. in future. Good stuff. Good stuff. No, fair enough. That's all. That's all good, sir. Well done. Yeah. Um, enjoying that a lot. Uh, Josh, next time you call in, I'm going to need a squad number from you, sir, because we're going to be adding you back into the squad. Anybody who, uh, uh thank you very much, mate. Really appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on. Anybody who didn't know, um, uh, on Thursday night, uh, Justin and I, uh, without Carl for obvious reasons, were speaking with Kenny Jacket, Watford legend, um, and uh, and he is now in the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes squad, number four two eight, which is the number of uh, number of appearances he had. Now, now everybody, this isn't now. You normally think I'm going to be bringing in Ron at this moment, but I'm not. I'm going to be bringing in HR director to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, Ellie. Now, before Ellie speaks, Ellie, I have to warn you. I've written four words, and they're on my screen in front of me. And should you say two of the four, I will tell you straight away, and you've been caught out. So, Ellie, if you hit your mic button. How are you, first of all? All right, guys. How are we? Very, very good indeed. So I've got four phrases here, or four four words, to see whether or not we can catch you out. What did What did you want to say today about Watford? Lack of investment. Ooh, that's not that's, one of them, right? That's not one of them. That's good. <laughs> this is this is good. We like to see a bit of variety and keep, I, keep our regular callers on their toes. Go on. Do you know what? I watched the I watched Sunderland play. When was it? Midweek. Uh-huh. And you know what? They went down 2016-17 season. Please correct me if I'm wrong, though. I must confess, Sunderland relegation is not high on the, the top of my uh, pieces of expertise. Mind you, not much is. Go on, but carry on. Do you know something? The interesting part has been is they went down. They've obviously been down quite a while because it was known as the Stadium of Light was actually known as the Stadium of Fright for a very long time. Oh, okay. Yep. And they have spent a lot of time investing in their foundations uh-huh. of the club. 
she's doing so well here, everybody. She's avoiding certain words deliberately. I like yeah, go all on. the traps are being trod yeah. over here. Go yeah, on, yeah. go on, go on. And, <laughs> and it's on. painfully obvious. And today I, I was listening to it on the radio and I also had Sky Sports on as well. And my mum was... My mum, bless her, is 63. She turned 63 this week. Oh, so happy birthday, like, Ellie's mum. Oh, thanks. And she, um, she was going, for Christ's sake, you know, why can't they just fucking get it together? And I said, mum, because there's been no investment in your team. Like, the pozos have just ripped. They've just tight as arseholes, and it's really painful to, to hear it and to then also witness it as well. And I just can't even begin to believe the way that they behave. And I agree with what Uncle Ron's been saying this week. I agree they've got to go. I agree with Wendover Horn about what he's been saying too this week. I just think it's an absolute disgrace. To a point where we've actually pulled my nephew out. Is that oh, well, there's one. one. Got there's one. one. We've got nephew, yeah, guys. That's we, are, be we, one. Are, we are one strike away. This is good stuff. Carry on, Ellie. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we pulled him out. He went on a trial and he's now at West Ham for a year. He signed a contract for a year at West Ooh. Ham. Oh, congratulations there. That's good. Yeah. But I do think that the good news, the only good news that's come out of Watford this week is the fact there's a new sporting director. We'll see what he does, but I've got no hopes. Ah, uh, well, we I we don't think I don't think Watford will come back up into the Prem for a, a good couple of seasons unless there's some serious investment that goes on. I agree with that. Oh well, there you go. Well, he signed for West Ham. Good luck to him there. So we won't. Oh, this is we we won't be asking why he's not in the team anymore. This is this is dreadful. Ellie, thank you very much. Good luck to you. Good luck to your nephew there. Um, in future, oh, I think. Welcome. I think what we will do is uh, is is put forward a, a, a basically a, a a tweet and let people suggest the words that we should catch Ellie out on. This week's words were youth team, nephew, Cabaselli, and Manchester United. But hey, we can decide which words we're going to capture <laughs> capture Ellie on next time. We love Ellie. She's the HR director because because uh, she came on and fired everybody after the Crystal Palace game last week. Right, so Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, and then we're going to come to Paul. Anybody who wants to uh, make some comments, let us know. Nick, are you, in, are you in a wind tunnel, sir? No, I'm in the car. I'm on the way back to Birmingham. I uh, came down for the game from a steam train weekend, so uh, I'm on the way back now after the game. But, um, <laughs> wish I'd stayed up there, but uh, never mind. Never mind. You came down. You 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 witnessed the uh, obviously the commemoration for for the Queen. It was a yeah. it was a nice sunny day, yes. but obviously the end was was disappointing. But what were your thoughts overall? Yeah, I think it was definitely a much improved performance. So I just want to pick up on um, the fact that we've only won three out of ten. And I, obviously, as much as the next person, want to give Rob Edwards the chance. But if you read his programme notes, he does take accountability of that squad. So how long in the season do you go before you actually point the blame at him? I don't know about anyone else, but I thought at 2-1 we just shut up shop. I don't think we went for the killer goal to make it 3-1. Um, so that's just my point, really, is then when does the blame start coming onto him? We got this squad till January. I've had to go at the board for a long, long time, but we know what this we've got this till January. When does he start taking accountability? I'm not calling for his head, but when does his decisions on the pitch, when do we start to analyse and criticise those? I think I think we can analyse them and criticise them now, uh, without without having to be 
as you say, you know, you, you can be analytical, you can be critical, but you can still be supportive at the same time, because that those are the conversations that will be happening inside, you know, inside the training ground and tonight inside Vicarage Road, which is going to be, yeah. you know, it'd be really interesting to know why. I mean, for, for me, I saw it as Keenan Davis going Absolutely. off was, was the, was the critical moment where, as you say, we kind of decided we were just going to shut up shop. But the problem was if you surrender possession to the opposition for the last 10 minutes, they'll build up a head of steam. And guess what? They did because we yeah, couldn't right. keep the ball. We've known we haven't kept the ball all season. Keenan Davis was, was the bright spot today who was able to retain the ball and move us up. That's, that's, that's for me. Now that is on, that is on uh, uh, absolutely yeah. on on Rob Edwards. The, the 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 critical thing is what was the underpinning information that's that's gone on before that because he played what 20, 20 minutes against Rotherham. He he came on after twenty minutes against uh, against Blackburn. So in 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 a, in a week there he's played what one hundred and forty minutes. I would say yeah. or no one hundred and fifty minutes, eighty minutes a day. It may be upon medical advice. You never quite know. When yeah. I was managing myself, I got critics from in non league who said, "Well, we were doing great, and then you took him off." But there was an underlying story as to why he was coming off. The player walked over to the side and said, "You got to take me off," and then you things happen. So. We don't quite know that, but we can still be supportive, but we can yeah. still turn around and say, oh, I didn't like that. Or, I didn't like the way we shaped up. or I didn't like the way our most, you know, kind of prolific player was playing out on the wide right. What were your thoughts in terms of the the, the, the first half and then, you know, prior to the conceding of the goal? Because obviously that's going to leave a bit of taste. But as you said, better overall. How did you see it as the, uh, as the first half uh, until that last minute again? Yeah, I think, I don't know if it was me, I think there was definitely an edge around the ground. I think there was a lot of nervousness from the stands. I think that transmitted onto the pitch. Um, but yeah, the, the goal was a very good goal. And that's what happens if you do an incisive pass and not just fanning around with it at the back, you know, which is our, oh. which is our, which we'd have gold medals if that was the sport, you know. So I think, I think the signs are optimistic. We've got two weeks off now before we go to Stoke, get some players back. Um, we're 10 games in, as I said. Um, but yeah, I think I do think there's optimism there. But for every game like today, there might be a Blackburn around the corner. I just think we are going to be very inconsistent this year. And it's until we get that full squad back, I don't think we can have a, a fair like size of what we can do. But very good. No, no, I think that's I think that's entirely balanced. When I mentioned we were talking to Kenny Jacket on Thursday and one of the things we spoke to him about and I appreciate I'm going back to the dawn of time for a lot of people here was in 96 we came down um, and uh, Graham Taylor had come back and he Kenny Jacket and Luther tried to keep us up and we we had some ridiculous results like six games where we won 6-3 and it was but we, it wasn't quite enough we went down and Kenny had a year in charge of the team so I'm just going to pop you on uh, just going to pop your mute there, Nick, because you've got quite a bit of background noise. Sir. Um, and, and what happened was um, we went down and Kenny was in charge of the team. And we kind of just, as he described, we treaded water. And he was telling us about all the things that were going on at the, the uh, in the background. And in the end, they, they, there was the change of ownership. And, you know, uh, Elton John came back in, etc. We didn't have an appreciation of that. Um, and maybe this year is going to be, as you say, a real kind of treading water year, a transitory year, a frustrating year, one where we don't get to see consistency. It'll be interesting to it'll be interesting to see what we see as we go forward, sir. But thank you so much for calling in, sir. Much appreciated. Um, 
number 90 on the squad uh, on, on the squad list, not to be confused with number no- Joe 90, which, of course, is Crispy Kremen. There you go. There is some sense to this, but I'm buggered if I can find it. Anyway, anyway, let's have a look at some five-word reviews, and uh, and then we'll be bringing you in, John. Good to see you back, sir, and uh, and also George as well. Let's have a there's look. Some, at some there's some great ones on here, Peter. Uh, Aiden WFC simply says, as a five-word match review, Gino Pozzo is an arsehole, <laughs> which I thought was. <laughs> <laughs> Not really talking about the game, to be honest, but Hampshire uh, uh, Hornet that's, says... That's wonderful in... use of five words. It's really creative. It's very good. Lot. Very good. Hampshire Hornet, strength in depth, my arse. Um, so... <laughs> that, that, that sounds like it could be misconstrued. We should move on quickly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is quite good. Uh, Steve Chambers has said, need seventh choice right back. Uh, <laughs> Love it. It's, it's very, very good. Yeah, there's some good ones on there. So keep them coming in and uh, we'll we'll refer to them as we as we uh, go on through the space. But uh, I'm trying to see what else we got on here. Uh, uh, Gary, Gary, otherwise known as Wilson. Uh, who we met in the bunker to, uh, today. Hello, Gary. Thank you very much. Lovely to meet you, sir. Come down with Elton John's Edwards Made Army. There's, you know, he's, he's not going to be uh, you know, pushed down there. Uh, Louis Teixeira said squad depth, not good enough. And Carl Campion said Sunderland had better subs today. That's a fair point. It's a fair point indeed. Let's go across to Dubai, no less. We're doing our we're doing our global trekking again. With if 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 uh, if John can connect, we've got a spinning wheel of death moment. All the anxiety, John. Are you there, sir? Oh, oh, you're there. There we go. We will tr- we will triumph over technology. That, we'll get good. there. We'll no, get there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, what do you think, look, sir? What... Look, disappointing. Disappointing today. I have to admit. Yeah. Um, I, I thought there definitely were. Some some positive signs there. So so everyone's mentioned Davis up front. I thought Kamara did all right. Um, I thought House was okay at the back. Um, you know, at, at Aspria as well. I mean, doesn't he look like Ashley Young, that little fella? Um, oh, yeah, he does. His clothes fit him better though than Ashley Young, uh, Ashley Young in those days. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it, 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 uh, there was it was definitely disappointing. Um, and and uh, you know when the when the when the subs happened. I was more focused on who they were taking off rather than who were they, who they were bringing on. Um, so, you yeah. know, t- taking off, uh, um, taking off Davis for, uh, and, and then also, you know, taking off uh, Cathcart went off as well, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. He picked up a knock just before yeah, that. So, so uh, I, I could understand, I could understand Cathcart. Yeah. Of course, Cabaselli's got to, got to stick where he's, where he's being put. But uh, yeah. yeah, that, that, that was the reason for that. It, I'm not sure about Davis. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. And so at that point, I, <laughs> The sort of the alarm bell started ringing at that point, and I thought, "Oh, this is probably not going to work out." Um, and 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 lo and behold, they they equalised. But um, you know, I'm not a big fan of this whole. You know, the the weird thing is that the, the whole pot side. There's there's a lot of I suppose discourse around around the pot so ownership, and yeah. I can only I can only really. And I'm not I'm no football expert. I don't have a football brain to be honest. I play football, but I'm I'm terrible at it. So I I I have supported Watford from when I was 12. I got into it quite late. Okay, so uh, and and I got into it in 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 Mexico '86. I'm 48 now, and um, okay. you know, and and obviously in in that tournament you had the likes of Maradona, 
and it, it was it was magical. But but what really really made me support Watford was that semi final when they brought on that 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 famous left winger, uh, and and he crossed it in and Lineker scored. And, and lo and behold, that that was that was John Barnes. Um, and and you know since then I that 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 made me fall in love with the club, and unfortunately after that we got relegated and I've always like wanted to to all these years I've supported the, the club and I've always wanted to see the club have a prolonged period in the top division you know and 10 years ago uh, this this you know business came in and, and and they bought us and they made that happen you know and and I'm still grateful for that uh, and, and I know a lot of people will be listening to this thinking oh god it's an old bloke talking about the old days but Actually, the the you know what what they've what they've achieved, I think, has been fantastic. Um, however, I've got to a point where I am a little bit conflicted, you know, um, uh-huh. because I, I don't know what where where the path forward is w- with them. Um, I don't necessarily think they should they should go, um, but I do think they need to change. And and I know there's been quite a lot of lip service to change in the last few months, but but whether that's going to happen, I don't know. I mean. I didn't. I didn't know. I only heard on this podcast that that uh, Cisco Minios was there tonight, um, and and mm-hmm. and another game before that. So that kind of again sounds alarm bells in my ears that they might they might make a change pretty quickly, um, you know. And and uh, I it. it I, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, but but I am getting to the point now where I'm a little bit conflicted. I don't want them out, but but maybe they need help. You know, like like referees need help with VAR. Maybe they they need some they need the equivalent of that um, to, to help them make the right decisions. Because I don't, I, I'm not sure where this is going. You know. I think there's someone at your door, mate. The dog seems. To be <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. That's fair. I thought we were going to turn around and say Capitelli down, down. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I think that's entirely reasonable, and I think probably one of the things that that we would hope to see, and perhaps we can, you know, try to try to request all generally, is that obviously last year I'm gonna I'm gonna use the words that everybody's gonna kind of like suck air through their teeth over, was that there was this fan committee thing, whatever replaces a fans forum, which Carl and Justin, but there you go, there's there goes the suck in a bear over <laughs> um, which was a dialogue to speak to the club to say, okay, what are the plans? Where are we going? It was, um, I, I wasn't there, but we did our best to try to uh, kind of download all the information from Justin and Carl's brains and kind of, you know, uh, let, let everybody know what was said. But roughly it was, here's the plan for next season. The words cleverly and gosling of teams we're going to build around, I think, caused everybody dismay. Um, but, you know, it is where it is. It would be great to see another of those done now um, with whoever is in attendance, um, you know, make it more democratic than the last one. I think the final words with you, Justin, last time was you said you couldn't see any reason why more people couldn't have been there or other Absolutely. people couldn't be, couldn't be going and doing that. Although I do think, Peter, that was a Premier League requirement rather than something that they did off their own back. Very possibly. We did mention yeah. that at the time. But there's no reason why that piece of you know communication couldn't proactively be done now. We've mentioned that the the communication has improved this season, and it has. Yeah. It undoubtedly has. But there's an opportunity there to engage or to do it again through 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 Andrew French. I've got no problem with it being in a different different guise, etc. But I think an opportunity to invest in the in, in the fans directly is is very good. But again, if it's another one, and we you know Andrew French 
Ange had a great kind of uh, com- battle conversations uh, with with, uh, with 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 Duxbury before, and if he's the mouthpiece for the board, because we're talking about can we see where we're going with this? It might be a good thing to do. Maybe what we'll do yeah. is maybe uh, make make some inquiries and to see whether or not uh, the club would be receptive to that. Because everybody yeah. wants to go forward. Everybody wants something to support. Everybody wants to see that Rob Edwards would be supported. Absolutely. And if, if, if there was a committee meeting and Rob Edwards was also there, we could get to put questions forward as we do for as we did for Kenny Jacket, for example. Um, but they'll yeah. probably be less 1980s based. I grant you that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but why, why, why not? Go on, John. Uh, absolutely. Uh, no, you know what? I was, I was a slight, slight sort of tangent, but you know, I just started watching that. There, there's a there's a documentary about Wrexham on uh, on on one of the streaming platforms. And, yeah. Um, and and you know, Ryan Reynolds and and uh, and his partner, they they go and buy that club, but they give the manager a season um, to to actually try to turn things around or, or to try to to try to achieve achieve playoff success. You know. Yeah. Um, and that that seemed to me that's a sensible that's a that's a sensible key performance indicator, isn't it? It's like there you go, this is your target, hit it or don't. You know, if you hit it, this is your this is what happens. If you don't hit it, this is what happens. Um, whereas here, it's like, well, give them ten games and that's it. You know, what what can you actually do in that time? And at the end of the day, you're just giving the players more more power to decide your fate. You know, I, I just don't. I don't see how this works. You know, I think yeah. I think um, anybody that's asking for Edwards out at this stage is is a bit misguided. To be honest with you, mm. um, I think we all kind of agreed at the beginning of the season. Let's give him a chance. Let's back him. Let's mm. be behind him, no matter what. That was kind of the um, the chant that was you know going round. I think if we start thinking about sacking him now, where we're going to be in. Who are we going to replace him with for a start? Well, but, but at this rate, no. can you see him going the, the, the whole season? Well, I'd like to think that we're going to give him the whole season. That was the, mm. if, you, if we think back to last season, how bad everything was. Mm. The football was terrible. The players were terrible. We lost 11 home games on the spin yeah. at home. We're not in those sort of realms anymore. There has been an improvement. It might not be the improvement everybody wants, mm. but there's been an improvement. Yeah. You know, so so so, what do we do? Who do we place? Who do we replace Rob Edwards with if we if we give him the sack? It's not going to yeah. be Munoz, is it? Surely not. <laughs> well, they've done it before. They've got track record in this, haven't they? So, well, well, they have, yeah, but that didn't work out particularly well, did it? No. So, no. <laughs> well, we shall see. We shall see. John, thank you, yeah. sir, again thank coming you. on. Wonderful stuff, John. Next time thank you're you. on, g- give me a number. You're in the squad, sir. I like the idea thank of you. the squad. Thank you. We need to do this. Thank you. Thank you. There's John from Dubai. And now he's going to have a a, a dog who is finally going to be eating, which will be nice. Mr. Silverstein, we're going to come to you in just one moment. Let's quickly, though, have a look at some of the messages that have been coming in um, uh, alongside this as well. So Natasha Wright said Sunderland were relegated from the Premier League 2017, then uh, then from the Championship 2018. Hope this isn't the way we're going, she says. Well, that helps us from the earlier question around when Sunderland were were relegated, which is rather good. Louis Teixeira says poor not to come out with three points uh, let down by two moments of poor defending because see the equaliser coming nerves from fans and players alike doesn't matter who plays with Cathcart and Hawes they don't look capable um, 
but Davis, brilliant. And two weeks to work and move forward. That's, I like that. I think that's that's exactly what we've been talking about. You can be critical, but you can still be positive as well. And the, the, the two weeks, I think, for once, and everybody who, who knows me knows that there's nothing more I hate than an international break. Um, no, other than an international break whilst I stay in Luton. Other than that, though, it's still the international break. But in this case, I think we probably need it. Uh, Paul Turner says, players arguing again on the pitch. Something isn't right. Is it the coaching? Is it the owner? So frustrating to see. Worst moment we're seeing a pro footballer turn their back rather than put a tackle in. Five words reviewed. And he said, need to be playing football faster. Oh, sorry. There was one there I wanted to have a quick look at from uh, from, from Frenchie. Let's see what he said there. Uh, oh, he just said, well said, Greg. There you go. That's, that's, that's nice. But Greg, you've got a well said, Greg, because, you know, that's nice. And even if we do disagree with somebody, let's still say, fine, you disagree. Lovely stuff. Thank you, Frenchie. Neil, sir, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Um, <clears throat> so first of all, thoughts with Carl and his family, right? Um, Thank you, sir. Does does put everything into perspective, right? <clears throat> um, but anyway, uh, mo- moving on. Thoughts on state. Slightly confused, right? So the, the, the starting lineup, I wonder whether... Butterfly Man's influence on the squad was shown with with what Edwards lined up with today because clearly that was his choice today, right? Um, yeah. And I kind of, I liked that. I agreed with what it what what he did. Interesting that there was um, no space in the squad at all for a, a, a young athletic right back. Um, so that 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 was quite interesting. I thought Chowdhury played really well and he was immense. Um, and without him in that midfield, we would have been completely, rather than just overrunning midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis was good. Um, clearly, that's the type of player that we need. Um, I think in the first half, when when it, I think Pedro played the ball into him, pivoted off, and then got the strike in. That that's that's something we've not had before. So that gives us different options. Um, I think he came off. I'd say that's down to fitness, right? Yeah, um, and that was probably planned. Um, I'm I'm not sure the the logic of that substitution in in who he brought on, but then again, due to our owners' ineffectiveness, we're, we're limited in the in the choices. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, the first half, you could see that the the, the players were playing with a fear of failure, um, and it's a psychological thing, right? Um, without getting too deep, it's NLP and the self one and self two, um, and and fear of failure stops you from actually playing to your ability. Um, and that was evident. The, the goal came, and and you, they just they just seemed to get a breath of enthusiasm, and everything was moved a bit quicker. And we looked we looked half decent and didn't really create a lot. Um, I think Pedro's opportunity, well, um, strike that was hit straight at the keeper. I mean, fair play to him; he got onto it, um, and the keeper knew nothing about it, but but good positioning from him. That could have been very different. We got away with one with the Chowdhury penalty um, where he did push him in the back. I mean, I watched it on the telly um, and, and that was clear. So we were lucky there. And mm-hmm. I thought the ref was very kind to us throughout the game. Um, I, I, what worries me is Edward's substitutions. I mean, for me, okay, Cathcart's gone off injured, so his hand's been forced there, but it's the choice that he then makes. Bringing on Cabaselli over Sierra Elta, that's a, that, for me, that's a poor decision. Um, and one that ultimately costs us because if you watch their second goal, Cabaselli launches himself um, at the player that I think Troost has already got, who I thought was half decent, by the way, um, mm-hmm. le- yeah. leaving the man that he should have been picking up 
um, to, to, to have more time than he should have done. And, and, and there you go, it's in the back of the net. And, yeah, we, 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 we throw away what could have been a, a, a win that we probably didn't deserve. Um, but for me, it, it's, yeah, Edwards got to stick with him. It, well, logic says you stick with him. Fuck knows what the Pozos will do. Um, <laughs> but the, the bit that will be really interesting for me is that I I, I saw a thread by Vic Bait earlier on in the week. Yeah, which, I saw that as well. Yeah, which, I saw it, that. It, it, I know, I, didn't see it, yeah? Yeah. It, it, and it is quite complicated because he's gone through and listed in, from company's house information. So this is 100% fact. The spider's web of companies, directors, um, and their, their entwined dealings, that makes really, really horrible, horrible reading as a football club. Um, basically, if, in my my view on it is it's showing you how they are siphoning money out of the club. Right, and it explains the logic why we are spending so much money with their friend, Mr. Byatt. Um, and, and whether they do come out and they, they do some more fans' forums, and, and Duxbury says they're going to learn, and Duxbury says Gosling's the answer to it, that is just 100% corporate bollocks. Right? I believe, I believe that they um, have alerted Andrew French into that. Uh, particular Fred, and I think he said he was going to sort of bring it up. So yeah, I, 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 I retweeted it and copied him in it and said I'd love to hear you raise these points with Duxbury next time you speak to him. So hopefully he does because until those questions are answered, we will all or anybody that that kind of has a sense of of, of common sense um, is going to be concerned about the way the club is being run and conducted. And no matter what what happens on the pitch, the concerns off the pitch will remain. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's going to get doubt. And you can't have doubt in the club. The club has to be united. It has to be as one. It has to have a common goal. And at the moment, it doesn't. The fans want the, the, the team to do well. And the Pozos want, or Gino and Scott, I believe, want to take money out of the club. They're 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 pulling in different directions, so it will never be harmonious. And the, the squad decisions that are made are not for footballing reasons, right? But this is something that's been bubbling along for sort of like three four years minimum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and until then, yeah. If they sack Edwards and bring Munoz back, you can't do much more than with what he's got because you know you look at that that back like the defence. It's been horrendously underinvested in um and they've done just done enough to get away with it um and it, and it's, it, it is it is where we is but I, I do think there's some thread of some 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 yeah brief bits of sunshine in there that there's a little bit of hope um but i just fear it's going to be one step forward two steps back as we go through the season and i think someone else has used the word we're just going to be inconsistent and that doesn't get you out of the championship no, definitely not. I did. I haven't seen that thread, so I will go off and have a look at it after we've done this. And uh, because, yeah, absolutely. If there is, if there is something in there that is that is untoward, and there is evidence about it, I'm sure that Andrew French is the man to to, to get on and or get the right man onto it because he he always has said he's not a finance wizard. He, that's not really, but he, he is an investigative journalist, and uh, I would imagine also probably Adam Leventhal to try and get on and find out about that as well. Neil, as always, sir. A, a 
a, a revelatory call, um, a, a, as always, uh, which is uh, – uh, I, I won't say it's good to hear because obviously that we don't want that to be uh, to, to be the case, but it's always a good good call to, um, to, to, to hear from you, sir. Um, in terms of, oh dear, somebody oh, I was just trying to let in has, has disappeared. What's going on there? There you go, old person, new technology, normal stuff. Charlie, Charlie, sir, if you hit Charlie, if you hit your mic button, you should be able to uh, hopefully talk to us now. Hello, gents. How are we doing? Uh, hello, sir. Yeah, hello. I'm going to really, really That's try it. not to lose my shit today, just because I have so much no. respect for you, and I don't want to oh, uh, no, no. stand here and just this rant a- like mad. But. Um, this is this is a shit losing environment. That's absolutely. Do you know what, boys? I, I, no I was um, sitting near the uh, Sunderland fans. Um, oh, and I just want to apologise to them because there was a little shit bag wearing a red hoodie who was throwing <laughs> coins at them, and I'm very very proud of myself that I went up to the cops and pointed him out, and uh, he got removed. Um, I don't say that well lightly done. because um, things like that just bring us down. But um, well you know done. What? They celebrated like they just won the FA Cup today, and I've got to be honest um i didn't really see many glimmers apart from pedro uh, putting in a half decent shift we um sunderland have scored a couple of half decent goals this season with some tippy tappy football and it's not rocket science to know that tippy tappy football through our midfield gets you progression um because everyone's been doing it and it's plain to see but as a whole that was a really shit poor Sunderland team today, and um, we—they shouldn't be cheering. They—they they should be absolutely fuming that they didn't come away with three points today. We have slagged off Rob a lot, and I've always wanted to give him benefit of doubt. New coach and stepping up and all the rest of it. Their first goal, you can analyse as much as you want, but Rob was standing on the touchline, screaming and shouting, clapping, push up, push up, press, press, press. We can't. We didn't. We left the big hole and we allowed ourselves the tip-tap. The second goal, we can talk about Kebaselli as much as we want and did Rob make the right decision, wrong decision. The fact remains, Mm -hmm. for the last 15 minutes, we did not have a left-back on the pitch and we did not have a right-back on the pitch. Rob, the poor bloke, is being hung out to dry. He is not being given even close to the tools a manager should need for today. Ekong, the captain of Nigeria, by a country mile, the worst player on the pitch today. And I'm not just being harsh because it's easy to point him out. He is atrocious. Every pass went to the man with the most space on the pitch for the reason being he didn't want to do what Holes did and play something progressive and something forward. He was shit scared about losing the ball, shit scared about giving it to the wrong place and being at fault and putting pressure on himself. Have you ever seen a centre-back get the give the ball to the keeper, get it back from the keeper and give it back to the keeper three times in one match? Horrendous play today. And who did Sunderland have at centre-back? Yes, he scored an own goal. Luke 09. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Kid that we uh, let let go at school, boys, went on to Wickham Wanderers, picked up as a free agent. Um, the airport lot wanted him for big money off Wickham, and in the end, Sunderland just nipped in and grabbed hold of him. He, if he's standing there, putting in a shift that he's making the captain of Nigeria, that I am absolutely sure we're paying 10 times more for, what it just goes to show. We have had people come on this show, oh, but Duxbury's apologised, and we've said sorry, and we've learned from our mistakes. 
It's bollocks. Scatter gun. I mean, at one point, we've got a Kong, Sema. We've got, we, we, we've got Aspria. We've got Bayo. Is that getting us in a top two of a championship? And, and, and it's not down to finances, surely, because I'm absolutely sure that Minaj is probably getting some half-decent money. We have missed out on a right-back, and I don't want to go on about that because we, we all do, and we know it, don't we? I mean, there's, there's 20,000 uh-huh. people sat there. We do. But all yeah. of these targets, they've gone on loan to Barnsley. They've gone to QPR. They've gone to other... These are teams that... Have we really... Could we really, really not stop one of our targets going on bloody loan to a second to a League Two team? Anyway, Jen, sorry. I'll rest my cake. I'll tell you what, I think that was a great call, mate. I think that was fantastic. Well, well, as a- Andy Collins uh, of uh, BBC Three Counties Radio, whenever we're on a bad run, can, tends to uh, tends to come on and emote at Justin mainly uh, on the basis that <laughs> that he feels it, it's better and cheaper than therapy, and we can confirm we are indeed cheaper, um, not necessarily better at anything. Charlie, brilliant stuff as always, and those it, those are Charlie's opinions. Do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? It's your chance to say, uh, George. I'm going to try and get you back in again, sir. I tried earlier on and made a complete cod of it so george if you hit your mic button you should be able to come on and say hello hello yes look at that i say he should and he comes on and he says exactly the word i predicted <laughs> george what do you think today sir? um i'm just trying to get my head around why many people on here trying to point fingers at rob edwards because he's te- like the bench was just a bunch of scrap players and yet you're right he got it wrong but that's not his fault because he's worked, he's got players on the bench that aren't even that good to even start, let alone be subbed on. But um, George, can I can I can I just ask a quick question? This, so sorry, man. I, I I haven't heard many people having a go at him about it. I think what what we said was, at what point can we analyse what? How, you know, what Rob Edwards has done and was, you know, the removal of Davis the decisive kind of or the turning point? Possibly, possibly not. As you just heard there from Charlie, he says, you know, as he says, you know, you can say what you like, but last 10 minutes we haven't had a fullback on the pitch. It's a fair comment. It's a fair observation. Whatever yours is, mate, that, that's fine. Don't worry about what other people are saying. What You, you think that he just doesn't have enough options on, on the bench to really be able to game manage properly. Is that is that reasonable? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. it's, 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 all, it's just like they're the owners that don't listen to the manager for what? he wants but I'm pretty sure he wanted quite a few players that ended up not actually being signed I think he did want a house which is fair enough but there were definitely a few more that he that he should have got but he didn't because of the incompetence of our scouting network and whatever you want to call it and like again it's not exactly Rob's fault that he's had to put a centre back at right back and a left wing a left wing at a left back most of the most of the substitutes were injury based but I can agree that I think the Davies substitution was a bit odd I think we lost shape we lost yeah. control I think we lost quite a bit there and like the fact that we were still hoofing it forward to Bayer who couldn't win ahead of it for the sake of it was was the reason we ended up losing the three points deservedly like we weren't good but um, we didn't exactly deserve the draw either no, fair enough. So, your but your but your your basic point is the fact that what's Rob Rob Edwards going to do when he's got a when he's got a playing with a playing card pack that have got no picture cards? 
Yeah, he's, he's, he's got no, he's got not enough power for that. No, that's fine. That's fair enough. And well, well done for coming on and sticking up for Rob Edwards. As I think, as I think, everybody has done. Everybody, when we when we said at the start, when do we kind of start looking at that? Because there's only one manager who makes the decision to bring Davis off, and that's Rob. But you know, as George has just said there, yeah. But what else has he got to bring on? He's got bio. So the question is, do you stick or do you twist? I'm taking this card game analogy a long way with this stick or twist nonsense. Anyway. Anyway, let's bring on, let's bring on Mr. Jason Rose. Um, Jason, are you there, sir? How far have you got towards Didcot? And if you hit your mic button, you can come and talk to us. Can you hear me, lads? We can hear you. We can hear you loud and clear. Are you there? I'm on the ring road. So I dropped my dad off at the Tudor, and now uh, I'm trying, I'm fighting around uh, the ring road. I don't know what is going on around the ring road. It's a nightmare. Trying to, trying to fight down oh. the bottom of Whippy Road to go and pick my wife up. Just been at the mother-in-law's. So, um... Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So I think she had the best deal of the day, to be perfectly honest with you. But um, yeah, uh, so I just just want to pick up on a few bits, really. Um, some really good go calls, on, mate. really good calls today. But I, I, I sort of agree with you, Peter. To be fair, I think there are we're getting to the point now. We've got to look at Rob a little bit more. You know, I think today I I understand a bit about Davis coming off. I, you know, maybe it was pre-planned, but you have got to play the game. The game in front of you. You know, we took him off and. That's, that was the point we lost the game because we had nothing up front, nothing to hold the ball up. The ball, you know, the, the number six for their, the centre-half for them, he, uh, he, he must have been thanking his lucky stars when we took Davis off because all of a sudden, back when he was kicking the ball and, it was, and he had some, he could edit back he, cleanly. You know, there was, no, there was no pressure on him at all. And now I take on board, um, you know, what young George just said and but about the, the squad, you know, again, I sound like a broken record, but, you know, we've only got three fit um, central midfielders. You know, the, the, you know what, what else can we do with the, the, the hand that we've got? You know, each, you know, I understand what Rob's trying to do. He's trying to use the creativity of Espria and, and Pedro, but it's just not working. You know, you get flashes. You get flashes, but, you know, there's no legs in there. You know, Hamza... Hamza Chowdhury didn't have a very good game today, in my opinion. I know Neil thought he was brilliant, but I, I thought he, he was pretty ordinary, really. Um, and Kiembe, you know, God love him. You know, he's just running around in circles until he can kick it on his left foot. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think we are at that. We, we're 10 games in now. We're 10 games in. The first half, we, we, we wasted the first half. The first half was just sideways, backwards, keeper's ball. Backwards, keep. Oh, it was just a nightmare. It was just, and the first time we actually, first time we actually passed the ball forwards, we scored. Irony of ironies, but you know, I don't know. It's it. I do feel. I want to see. I want to see some pattern of play from Rob's team now. Yeah, I know. You know, Cathcart at right back's not ideal. I thought. I thought Cathcart played well. I thought he played well. I thought. I thought Truce played well. You know, I thought he was. He was adequate. You know, I didn't think he was horrific by any stretch of the imagination. No, the, the previous one of the previous callers said he was the worst player on the field. Uh, I didn't see that myself, but you know that's what we're all here for. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just I do think Rob's now. We're getting to the stage with him now where we we've got to start looking at. He's making decisions. I mean, the decisions today, the subs. Wow. I mean, they killed us. You know. I mean, I know two of them. You could argue were to do with injuries. Um, but I just look at the Keenan one. I mean, you know, Bio, it's not his game. You know, being a target man is not his game. He's a second striker, you know, and then, you, you, you know, it was never going to work. It was never going to work. And 
no, if the game had gone another five minutes, we'd have lost. You know, it, we, we, we were all at sea. And to be honest, you know, the referee probably did us a favour by blowing up pretty much on time. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I just it was, it was one of them. It was one of them. I don't know where we go, to be honest. And, you know, it's... It, 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 I just... In some respects, I think if we'd gone in nil-nil at half-time, I think it would have been right because I think it was an awful first half for both sides, really. I mean, they were, they were pretty ordinary as well. But it, it just feels as if... It, the, the, the feeling within the ground, I don't know what you guys, because obviously you guys were there as well, there's a mood, there's a mood in the ground and it's not, it's not pretty. And it's getting, it's getting to Hodgson levels of, of sort of angst and, and annoyance. So, Do you think so? Do you think so, Jason? Do you think it's actually getting that bad? I, I, I get the feeling, not, not, not towards Rob, not towards Rob, but around the club, around the club, there's a, there's a lethargy and a sort of, you know, you just get the feeling, I mean, I sit in the rookery, you know, and I sit in the centre of the rookery and they're, they're, you know, there are dissenting voices towards obviously the the, 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 the recruitment and the, the potsos and but then Rob doesn't help himself when, you know, clearly the, the two one, you know, the game we, we haven't got it sewn up by any stretch, you know, we needed that third goal. But we, we weren't really in any particular danger and then we lost all momentum. Their subs were a lot better and brought more to the party than our subs. Just energy. Energy though, I don't know. I don't know the name of the Sunderland subs. I'm not that clever anymore. But, you know, one of the lads in particular, midfielder, all he wanted to do was run. He just ran and ran and ran. And, and, and we didn't have anybody that could bring that sort of energy and passion to the, to the team. And I just felt that we, we just lost it. We, we, we lost it. You know, it was, it was ours to, and we, we lost it. We didn't, it wasn't as if Sunderland wrestled it away. We just didn't really do anything, you know. And um, I do feel that... that yeah, I, 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 I think there, there's, there's something brewing. I don't know if it's another fiery bin onto the pitch or anything like that. That's one for the kids there. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, my, my daughter's looking at me quizzically. I, I explain after the call here. Um, yeah, it, it's one of them. It's it's something, something, something's. Yeah, it, it, there are lots of us, you know, that we all want Rob to do well. We all, you know, we, this this horror fire nonsense and you know Zisco being there today. Or even on Tuesday, you know, I, I think it's a bit of a red herring myself. I think it's, you know, he's just on this world tour of nonsense, you know. Um, so I, I don't I don't see that as a, a viable thing. But this hire and firing thing's got to start. They've got to start. The squad's rubbish. You know, the squad is... is, is, is I, I, I look at us and I, it, they remind, you know, West Brom, you look at West Brom last year in the championship, you know, they did nothing. You know, and I, I look at us as, as the West Brom of this year. You look at them on paper and you think, oh, they're, they're, they're a decent side. They've got some decent players. And they just didn't do anything, you know. And obviously, eventually, they ended up bringing in uh, Bruce in, you know, because it just wasn't going anywhere. And I can, I'm not saying that will happen to us, but we are, the, the, the similarities are there. We, you look at the, um, the squad on paper and the commentator on Tuesday night for the Blackburn game kept going on about, oh, this Watford team on paper, it should be doing, well, game, the game's not played on paper, mate. It's played on pitch. And if you're not willing to put the effort in, you're never going to get out of this division. I don't think, I just don't think the club um, have paid, I'm going to, I will finish in a minute, but I don't think that the club are paying the, the championship enough um, uh, respect. I, you know, I genuinely don't. I honestly think they thought in the, in the summer, and that goes back to the comments made about Cleverly and, and Gosling being, you know, key to our, our promotion push. I mean, never. Never in a million years. In what universe? No. 
you know, so I just want to say thank you very much. Thanks for letting me have, have, have me my own. And this boat's about to grab me. It can break if you want, mate. Um, um, yeah. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> well done. So, so go, go and go and pay attention to the uh, to the road. You're Keep out of the bus wet. lanes. Uh, yeah, went over all kind of. I'm not in bus lanes now. I've managed to get to the bottom of Whippy Road now. So, uh, but that guy really <laughs> did not want to stop at the roundabout. I don't know whether he's on a sponsored thing where he doesn't have to stop or anything. But um, <laughs> thanks very much, guys. I'll be in touch. You take care of yourselves. See you, Cheers, Jason. Jason. Take care, mate. Thank well, you very much. There's Jason Rose there, regular. And he was also on the start of season review that we did. Start of season review. Who came up with that idea? Oh, yeah, it was me. Anyway, there we go. Now, I believe, returned from sunnier climes across the Atlantic, Mr. John Parslow. Are you walking the dog, John? Has he has he basically not had a walk for three weeks and now you're desperately walking him across Chorleywood Common in a fit of frustration? Hit the old mic button and you tell us how you are. Hello, Peter. Hello, Justin. How are you? Can you hear me? Hello. Sounds like you're on the comments. Uh, yeah. You're rambling. Apologies. I'll try and keep the background noise. Yeah, yeah. I'm back in one of my happy places um, <laughs> on the common. Um, and obviously, in my, was meant to be in my other happy place at Watford today. Uh, but I kind of, I, I, I think for me, I, um, I was somewhere in between enjoying it and enduring it today. And I did shout out at one point, just bloody win. If that helps, but, uh, <laughs> which they didn't, they didn't manage to. Well, it didn't. It didn't win. No, it didn't help, did no, it? No, no. no. And it was, it was more like just trying to dig in because, uh, yeah. I, I mean, as you guys know, I've been away a bit, so I probably, I'm a bit mellow about things, and I've got some, I can't, I've kind of got some perspective, and I know people are, are venting and angry, but I guess where I come from, everybody thinks it's always positive, but it's more. I've just had this realism about things about this season and and I'm trusting in something and this is what I want to talk about and it's the whole Robert Edwards thing and I've got a little bit of news about something as well but but um Ooh. yeah uh, which I'll tease you on and, and come to but but the, the the realistic thing is I've always thought this season and if we believe everything you know it's about it's a massive rebuild you know last year was so bad and it's you know they've got to do it now they haven't done things on player recruitment fast. I think that's a SAR problem. I think that's a financial investment problem based around that. Um, and there's clearly problems on the pitch, but this isn't going to be easy. So I, I have a perspective about the season that I want to see progression for the season. I think our squad, despite what everybody's saying, is good enough to go up. I mean, watching Sunderland today, I agree with a lot of people. They didn't look all that. I mean, we, I was watching them against... Reading in midweek going, oh my God, we're going to get ripped apart. But either we made them look average or they are average. And, and we're not there yet. And that's clear, right? So you come to the, Rob Edwards and yeah, he's, you know, he's not doing everything right. He's learning. He's he's <laughs> making mistakes. I mean, even if Davis was struggling and needed no more 10 minutes, he's got an international break. So I'd have left him on the pitch, you know, because... A fulcrum and, and the positive and, and if I, agreed. And if I come to the positive bit about it, I actually thought <laughs> a lot of that second half was reasonably positive. Yeah. There was there was passages of play that starting to develop. There was starting to be link up play. We should have gone and got another third goal. You know, you know, Pedro had a really bad touch that he was actually through. And if he'd taken the same sort of touch he's taken most of the season, he'd have gone through it through. And so that so that was really frustrating, but 
um, and then you come to well, you know, what does this all mean, and where do we go next? And you know, it's it's, it's annoying to it's annoying to draw to draw, but I thought the important thing that I saw today again is, and, and a lot of these players are still not fully fit. So you had Hauser, you had Chowdhury, you had Davis on the pitch, and what you've got there is a, I mean, it's not top level Premiership, but it's a premiership experience and something and and better play a spine it's a new spine through that team and rob's job and this is what he's here for he's got to find a way to work around that spine and get and get the mix and he's clearly learning and developing and you know for me you know where i come from and you know we can critique i could critique what he's doing but i'm going the bit I'm trusting is that he's going to be here at the end of the season, you know, come hell or high water, you know, whatever happens, because I think we are in this rebuild and I expect us to go up. I do believe the squad's good enough to go up. It's his job to get the best of the sum of the parts. There's lots of bits missing, but that's his job. There's worse okay, okay. teams in the championship. Done it. But that little bit of news mm-hmm. is based around Chirata. So what I understood today is that Rob's been given more authority in some of the decisions. So I was told that the players, and this is Rob's decision, Giotto was like, they all have to stay in a hotel overnight. And they didn't, they didn't because some of them want to be home. And his thing was given the freedom to come in in the morning, that there's more choice. And this sounds a stupid thing. There's more choices of food on the menu. And these are things that, you know, we're under what Girata did, but apparently this is what he was doing. He was like menu selecting and forcing certain things and nutrition and choices. And it sounds like a culture around Rob is to try and build that better squad unity. So I don't expect any corner flags. That's what I'm saying. I think part of what's going on is this progression to give a coach time, give him the ability and get him and give him the freedom to do his job, which I hope. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you think about that. I mean, but. Well, what do you make of the Munoz sort of watching thing? If anything, uh, well, I think I'm a trust in what I've been told that he's actually on a development course thing and he's watching different plays a game. And, and he was always, it was always said he, he would come back and watch a game and he would want to. And I think they welcomed him in and did that. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I don't know if he, I, I just think that's just smoke, you know, do you mean? well, you could say there's no smoke without fire, right? But, but uh, we'll see, won't we? But I, I, I don't, I don't believe that's anything to do with it. I just, I just think that's just timing and that's just what's happened. I just think the other things that are going on are indications. And, 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 and I promise you, look, I'm, I'm defensive of this ownership group because I think on the whole, I understand the bigger picture of it all. Um, but this would, that would piss me off if they got rid of Rob Edwards. I, I, you know, I don't care if we lose the next five games. I want him to stay the season. I want to see a coach develop. And I, I think we need that. I think we've just got to dig in and try and get behind it. We don't get up, go up, but there's something for the long term. You know, and and that will be the test for me, because that you know, because we're all fed up with chopping, changing. Everybody says it's the squad's the problem. You can't just chop the manager. So, but I think we'll see because we're in that international break, we're in that pause period. I don't think anything's. I think they are supporting him. I, I believe that. You know, I could be. I will come on here and go. You're right. I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking spineless, cowardly, whatever. No, 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 but, no, no, but no, no. Well, but, you know, apparently if you, if you believe and you're supportive, that's what you are, you're spineless and cowardly. So no, I, not I, at I, all, not at yeah. all. But well, no, you, no, know, no. you know the context of that, right? I know the so, context of that, but yeah. no, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we, uh, John, we said, we said at the start here that, um, you know, 
nobody needs to be receiving any form of abuse. These are opinions about how the club is run. Um, and, and for all of the shouting and screaming into the void, positively or negatively, the club is still going to be run as it is run. Um, I mean, interesting. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's still on there, but uh, during the week, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Pete Fincham put a put a put a put a reply to a tweet, which which was quite right when he said, you know, we can all appeal against the Potso ownership, and that's absolutely everybody's right. But the question then becomes, who's going to take over? And as he said, for all of the petchy out stuff, we needed to have Sir Elton John and the Milkman come around in order, therefore, there to be a viable, um, you know, kind of. Uh, opportunity to go there uh, in terms of somebody to buy them out. You could also argue that shouting Petchy out alerted Sir Elton John that, you know, there was, there was discontent. So it's about opinions, but we can all respect everybody's opinion and you shouldn't be getting any abuse, John. Look, John, that's, well, well done, sir. Welcome back to, uh, to the UK and indeed your many happy places, but we've still got a couple of people to get to. Uh, so uh, Rich WFC2, two and a half possibly, who knows, who knows, Rich, how are you doing after that? You've sat there patiently listening, <laughs> and I think you've had enough, so you want to say your bit, and that's what we like to hear. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. Thanks. Um, I've, I've not been on the whole time, so excuse me if I repeat anything or whatever. Um, no first worries. of all, for, for what it's worth, what your previous caller just said about the understanding of the removal of Giratta and what's happening, um, I also believe that to be true. Um, from, from what I've been told from a pretty good source um however that doesn't mean things will change i mean obviously today again um yes there was improvement let's let's take the positives for, for 20 minutes of the second half we look like a football team right. In, inexplicably we stopped playing um the decision to take davis off was i just i just still can't quite believe what i was seeing because whatever davis was occupying three four players and they were terrified to move forward. They didn't come out of our half for 20 minutes. Um, and the minute they t- he started to take Davis off there, he, uh, Mowbray then chucked on every little whippet of forward that he had. Um, their, their defenders had nobody to defend because Bayo, bless him, is not Davis. Um, five million quid, mind you, but he's not Davis. And we just had nothing. The ball just didn't stick. Um, I came on and I the, one, the first caller I heard on here was said was destroying Truesty Con. I find that staggering, quite honestly. Um, now, Truest ain't the best player in the world, don't get me wrong, but my God, he made a bigger difference because the minute you saw Cabaselli came on, oh, my dears. I mean, straight away, he gives a goal away. He he actually bundles his way to try and head the ball over Truest Econ, leaving his man behind him to slot the ball into the back of the net. And again, that is on Edwards, I'm afraid. You know, you've got Sierra Alta sitting on the bench. Have you seen Andrew French's comments that that, that have been quoted from Edwards regarding Caspar? Um, apparently, it was a, a technical and something else. Deci- oh, te- 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 technical and tactical decision not to have Caspar even on the bench tonight. Now, okay, I'm clutching at straws. Caspar in, in a great player. He's a right back though. He can come on and slot in and play it right back. We're playing a back four today. Now, that's what's been said. So this is where the other counter-argument with um, Edwards is concerning. And this is why I am concerning. I've seen 20 minutes of a bit of football today, a bit of style, but that has been in 10 games, you know, or 11 if you include the debacle against Milton Keynes. Now, I don't know how much longer that, that Rob can be 
given um, or will be given, should I say. I, I don't want him changed. Let me be very clear on that. I, I, He has to stay this season. There's reasons he has to. We cannot allow him to be sacked. But it doesn't mean he won't be. Um, I don't know how much longer the fans are just going to sit there and let Duxbury and Pozzo in the bo- in the box just get away with it. I just I, I despair sometimes of how quiet our fans are. Um, you know, I tried a little bit today, and I just got looked at as if I was some moron. And I just you just sit there. And another thing that sort of struck me today was that. I've got a 25-year-old daughter who I managed to, you know, by hook or by crook, come to our football ground and have a season ticket for the last six or seven years. And um, she sits in my dear departed dad's seat and she comes along and she's really enjoyed it, enjoyed all the atmosphere, the crack. And as one of your previous callers said uh, that I heard tonight, and she just turned to me today, Dad, and said, it's different here now, isn't it? And I said, what do you mean, girl? She said, it's just flat, isn't it? There's just nothing. Everybody is down. Everybody is waiting for problems. She said, it's just no fun, is it? And it was her first game today because she's had reasons that she couldn't come for that. I mean, we we were away for a couple of weeks, as you know, in good old United States. We missed a few games, although we saw them on the the box, as they say. Mm And and it was and that really struck me and I thought yeah you're absolutely right girl you're sa- it's sad to see and that there is just such a a, a deflated atmosphere that people realise that we've got owners that really probably now have lost the plot haven't got a clue what direction we're going in don't really know what to do and we've got players on the pitch that look lost Jao Pedro today you know he's ineffective you know I love the guy he's playing right wing. Or was, or and 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 again, I'll, I'll quote my daughter. I didn't even remember Pedro was on the pitch. Now that wasn't a criticism. It was just this is a talent. He's twenty year old. Don't get me wrong. He's twenty years old, but he's he's a big lad. He should be making an impact. And I don't think Edwards has a clue what to do with him. And I, I don't know. I just I, I want to see the positives, and I want to see us play. And for twenty minutes for the second half, yeah, I saw it. But I didn't see it in the first half. It was dreadful. Tuesday night, well, just don't get me started on Tuesday night. I, I just I shake my head in disbelief. And by the way, that, that lot up the road from us beat them 2-0 today, all right, on their own patch, but beat Blackburn 2-0. We didn't lay a glove on them. Um, and I just, I just, you know, words foul me. And I am very, very concerned that Edwards isn't going to last. And, you know, Sunderland bought in Mowbray, you know, and he's an old head, you know, and he knows what he's doing. And unfortunately, the championship needs perhaps that type, you know, not necessarily Mowbray, but they need experience and people that can organise a defence. And yes, Edwards has been he's been sold a dud. The players he's been given are, you know, quite honestly, I mean, we, just, just remember when people say we've got no money, we spent five million on Bayo, we spent five million on a goalkeeper that is hasn't played a minute of first team football um, in the in the championship. I mean, there's ten million quid there. Even I can do maths. Um, you know, for goodness' sake, and um, we couldn't bring in a, a couple. You know, we did not have any fullbacks on that pitch at the end. When you're playing Craig Cathcart, God bless him, at right back, and you've got Gaspar, who's again technical and tactically not selected today. Uh, it, it's damning. It says everything you need to know about Gino Pozzo, Scott Duxbury, and Gioretta's running in this club. God help us. Is the technical point or question? Does that is that basically because of like uh, non-homegrown player kind of numbers? I wonder. 
Well, he used. He, he, I, I'm only quoting Andrew. Um, yeah, yeah. Tweet from. Well, I'm sorry. I'm quoting Rob Edwards of Andrew's tweet. That was his words. Technical and tactical. You know. You know as well as me. I. I. I you tell me what that means. I don't know what is technical and tactical. <laughs> well, all I, know, all I know is tactically we weren't great today, and technically we were terrible. Apart for twenty minutes. <laughs> like, you know, there we go. It, it, it's sad. It's heartbreaking because we're going to games and we're we're flat. You know, and again, we're looking at the the um, the the depending on where you are on the ground, you're looking in the the top corner of the Vicarage Road end, and you're seeing fans at our football ground at Vicarage Road joyously jumping up and down and loving every second of their football. Every week, week in, week out, we've been seeing it for months now, months and months. What what makes that stop? Just what makes it stop? Our fans, the eighteen eighty one, could hear a pin drop for about, up, up, with the odd exception of five minutes or so. Our fans are flat; they don't know what's doing, and they don't know what to do because we feel we're stuck with Pozzo. Because you've got half saying get rid of him, half saying be careful what you wish for. I mean, the days of people with red hats turning up at football grounds and buying them aren't there anymore. Gino Pozzo, when he sells his football club, will sell it to somebody reputable because he'll want his money properly. He's not, for, for whatever Pozzo is, he's probably not a mug. So he would sell it to somebody that makes sense. There are people out in that world that, you know, if Bournemouth can attract, you know, play um, investment, you know, there's got to be somebody out there. Pozzo will not, whatever anyone thinks, don't ever think he's going to share this football club with anybody. He's not going to sell one share to anybody. He's got to sell the lot. Or he stays and he puts investment. I'm I'm clutching at straws now, hoping that January is going to see this big dawn. A load of money is going to be spent. We're going to bring in the players that Rob wants, and we kick on in the second half and hope we do a, a Nottingham Forest of last season. But at the moment, Sheffield United are running away with it, and they look they look strong as an ox. Um, Norwich are plodding along as they do. And we're getting further and further away. You know, we're nearer the bottom now than we are the top uh, in points. I think if I'm correct in that, well, we won't fall off anyway. It's early days. It is 10 games. But as Graham Taylor always used to say, judge a club after the first 10 games, not before. I wish you a good evening, guys. Thank you, Rich. Thank Superb. you. Superb. Love, guys. And it doesn't matter whether or not you agree with everything Rich says or any of the callers here. You're perfectly allowed to say no. I disagree. Charlie came on earlier on and said, you know, truth to Kong, you know, you know, the the, the Nigerian curse is you know playing for us, and other people have come on and defended him. And that conversation has also gone on on the uh, on, on the on the on the actual kind of Twitter discussion that's that's gone off um uh, luke i think has been having a chat with him about that that's fine just have a discussion about it it's no problem say i don't look at it that way that's absolutely fine um most importantly and to put everything else into perspective carlos uh is joining us carlos hit your mic button sir hi guys uh, peter i was expecting you to say something there like you know i know norm- i know no Normally you thud me off or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, listen, I, I've just followed in, uh, in on a call that's um, that, that's bang on the money. I think. I think it's um, it's it's a real um, a real depressive state around around the ground at the moment. I'm still here. I'm still on Market Street. It's um, it, it's it's a it's a place of um, disarray. Really, I think um, the you know. I've been a big um, critic of Uncle Ron's in in times, um, and not 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 through, you know, him, but just 
because he's the pantomime villain, isn't he? He's, he's the he's the first one to the to the point and and so forth. But you know what? The, the longer it goes on, the more you kind of go. He's, he has got a point. There is, there is a little point there, and there, there is something at the club that isn't there is that isn't right. Um, today I saw a side that lacked. Um, if just, I spoke before I go to that point, I, I spoke to someone earlier and they said, if you take um, three or four players out of that side, I won't name the names, take three or four players out of that side, that is a bang average championship side, bang average. Um, and that's that's a big thing for us. Bearing in mind, we're in the we're in the first season of the championship coming out of the Premier League. So recruitment has always been a big thing of mine and I've always challenged the, uh, the Potsos on recruitment. It's never, it's never been good. It's never been... Um, a thing over the last couple of years that I've I've been a, a fan of. I, I think they failed us in in terms of recruitment. I, I also think they failed us in terms of helping Rob to try and move this this whole team forward. I think the uh, the Rob Edwards situation at the moment is at a, a stage of a crossroads. I think there is a there is a potential that the club could react to to, to what we're seeing. I hope I'm wrong, but. Rob can only work with what he's got, and that, and honestly and truthfully, what he's got is absolute fucking dire shit. It is dreadful out there. Um, there there's there's some players that they call themselves professional footballers. Being a professional footballer doesn't just mean that you can play football. It just also means that you take pride in what you do. It takes pride in your job. You know, I, I'm a professional in what I do, and I take pride in that. But turning up for work and and just giving it minimal effort. Isn't um, isn't enough for me? Um, that that's uh, before before I let uh, pass over to I'll just oh, just very quickly say something. Um, uh, I'm going through a, a little little personal issue at the moment with um, with family, and I, I just want to put out there um, the, the the love and support that I've had from uh, you guys uh, over the last few days has has been uh, overwhelming. It's been it's been fantastic. It's been something that. I never, I never knew was out there. So I, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, um, thank you to to all that have um, that, that have supported us um, over the last the last few days. Uh, it, it, it means so much to me, it means so much to my family. So, so thank you. And uh, listen, I'm I'm going to duck out. I just wanted to to put my uh, my pennies worth in. I love this football club. Uh, I also love my family, and I love I love. Uh, Justin and, and, and Peter for it, all the work they do. And listen, we're, we're, we're one family, yeah? This football club is was built on that. It was built on being one family. And uh, over the last few days, what I've experienced, it, that is, is the biggest thing for me. And I'm, I'm just going to cut off there, all right? So, so thank you. Bless you, mate. Cheers, Carl. Cheers, Carl. We'll catch you soon, mate. We'll catch you soon. As uh, as anybody who, uh, if they didn't know um, uh, or hadn't seen the the, the Twitter, uh, Carlos's uh, father, uh, Colin, passed away earlier on this week. And the response when we put out the notice of condolence has been genuinely overwhelming um and and thank you so much uh, we had a similar thing with uh, with kevin crispy kremen when when his mum passed away and as i said earlier on to uh, to some people god knows what this thing is but if it can't be used to just kind of uh, share share things with everybody and it doesn't matter whether you're a host or you're a regular contributor or you're a regular listener or a part-time listener doesn't matter at all um kind of uh, big love everywhere out there uh, greg sorry sir you just sent me a quick note asking to uh, asking to quickly check 
just jump in for something. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Pete. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, I'm right. here. Bless you, Carl. Bless you, Carl. Uh, lovely words. There's some things more important in the world than football, aren't they? Um, of course. Yeah, of course there are. Of course there are. I just wanted to add a point that I forgot earlier on. Up there in the upper GT, I saw something that I haven't seen before. Uh, for the first time, I saw um, a supporter uh, uh, moving towards Gino gesturing, saying, I've had four years of this. Uh, I've had four years of this defence. This is all down to you. Uh, and it's starting, isn't it? It's starting. Uh, he was somewhat ushered out of the ground by a steward. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that as a point that I I, I, for, I forgot to uh, mention uh, 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 <laughs> earlier on, on, on the call. And uh, I think it's all a, a bit... Uh, well, you know, it it, uh, it outlines the mood that other callers have been uh, expressing um, that exists within our stadium at the moment. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. No, no, indeed it does. Thanks for coming back for no, that. Great. No Much problems. appreciate it. Cheers, chaps. Thank you, mate. Bye. No worries, fella. Normally, normally he just said he got something to let everybody know, and, and it was pertinent to it, so we let Greg back in there, which is lovely. Um, Alex, we're going to come to you now, sir, and then we'll be coming to uh, uh, to oh Tom Bodell. Hello, Tom from uh, um, from the Buzz Podcast. We'll we'll get you in as well, and then we'll wind it up near the uh, near the top of the hour. Alex, sir, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button, hello, um, and let us hello, sir. How are you after everything? I don't know if, how much you've heard about it. Uh, most people are, yeah, you know, I, I, everybody's I, I, wishing wishing Rob well, but frustrated at the lack of options that he has. What did you think? Yeah, I I, I, I just kind of come on to, to say, and people have said it, I, I've not felt this disillusioned with football in quite a while. Um, you know, I, I used to love going to watch us every other week and I'd, go up to the country, uh, you know, all around up to Preston on a seven hour round trip for a nil nil. Um, for me, football's becoming a chore at the moment, um, which is something I never thought I'd say. And I don't know why that is. You know, it's not normal, this level of toxicity. It's not, it's not normal. It shouldn't, football shouldn't be like that. Um, I, I know Greg, I remember, I saw a tweet from Greg a few weeks ago saying um, that, you know, you go and watch football to relax from the working week you've just had. And I, it's just not enjoyable much anymore. And I, I, I don't know why that is. Is that the way the club's being run or is that just everyone's just feeling a bit down and depressed at the moment? Um, just really puzzling for me. It really is. I, I, don't I, know. I haven't felt like that in about, you know, I've not felt like this since... I started watching Watford 10, 15 years ago. I've not felt like I'm forcing myself to go. If you look at the chronology of exactly what, what, what Greg just said, you know, somebody said, I've had four years of that. And if we if we track that chronology back, obviously the season where we had Grazia at the start, we jumped to Kike Sanchez Flores, and then we brought Nigel Pearson in. You know that was a difficult season. We had this we had this kind of peak in and around kind of Christmas in in going into February um, with under Nigel Pearson, and then of course we know what happened. We had the the, the pandemic hit. You had Operation Restart where. The club were, um, as it turns out, fairly kind of, you know, uh, 
the COVID had basically gone through a number of people, including Nigel Pearson, including Ismail Assar, including Troy Deeney. And Operation Restart, well, it really didn't restart very well at, at, at Vicarage Road. And we went down, even though we were close to potentially staying up and could have done something. And we had the changes of manager and an unsuccessful season. And that's frustrating. We then have the next season where we don't start particularly enthusiastically, shall we say, under Rivich. The football's not great. We're all watching it with the, uh, still to this day, I think, miracle of Hive Live TV with with Emma and Tommy Mooney and, and gang bringing us football in our homes because we can't go out, you know. But even so, it's like, oh, my God, we get Cisco. We have a buoyancy. We go up, but we're still not there. We have last season. We start well against Aston Villa. But, again, it's a repeat, really, of all of the problems that we had previously. Young coach starts the season, is let go. We bring in experienced previous manager. It's not the right one. We make a change and we go to a UK-based manager and still we go down. I think it's three years plus a pandemic, plus all of the frustrations of all of the decisions, all of the um, lack of being able to kind of make a positive impact and be able to go to the ground and when we're at the ground have a positive experience because we've been relegated the two years the one year we got up we weren't really able to celebrate people criticized the the scenes at the pond but you can bloody well understand why when when we finally got up people went and uh, went and dived in amongst the koi carp i doubt there are any koi carp or anything else living in that particular pond at any point in the last 10 years but there we go alex thank you sir really appreciate it guys we've we're going to try and wind up near the uh, near the top of the hour but uh, first of all, we're going to go into uh, first first time caller uh, Tom. If you hit the uh, the mic button there, uh, you can have your say, Tom Bagdell of the Watford Buzz Podcast. How are you doing, sir? Hello, Tom. We can hear you now. I think if you ah, speak. perfect, good. Yeah, there you perfect, go. Excellent. I thought you just hit on the. I thought you hit the nail on the head there brilliantly. Actually, in, in the kind of talk about the pond and the celebrations and the promotions and. Do you know what? Actually, today I thought, and then looking at the season as a whole, I felt like I could see some similarities between this season and the the, the nineteen uh, twenty twenty one season. In, insofar as we haven't looked good at any point this season for an, an extended period of time, and any of the kind of positives that have come out of this season so far have been born out of moments of brilliance or fluke or luck or whatever, you know, even going ahead today, I think for me, at least the the best period of today's game was from the sort of second half, the start of the second half up to going to one in front. But even that was an own goal, you know, and, and kind of these kind of moments of brilliance have bailed us out. And I think that was probably the case a lot during the promotion season that Saar got how many goals? He got 13 goals. Jao Pedro got nine or 10 goals and, kind of those moments and I think there are a lot of similarities between then and now it's, it's, it's a flawed squad it's, it's not a perfect squad by a long 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 chalk I don't think there are many people that would say this squad is perfect you cannot improve on this squad and, you know regardless of what side of the defence you fall upon uh, pro Pozzo anti Pozzo whatever it may be I think most people would be united in the fact that this squad has got some pretty pretty deep flaws in quality and depth in other aspects. And I think for me, the, big, the biggest thing I would say is that the, or the, the kind of biggest point to hit upon is that we as a, as a fan base need to be united regardless. I tweeted prior to the game that if I was Tony Mowbray, the, the kind of easy thing today would be to say, right, 
we'll just keep the ball, you know, let Watford get frustrated, let the fans get frustrated, let the fans get upon the team and put the pressure on the team and, and kind of mistakes will follow. And I think, you know, it's it, it's kind of that simple at the moment that we're just we're just right, waiting for that kind of blue touch paper moment to get on the team's back. And and look, that's entirely justified. I don't think they're a bad team by any means, but they're not brilliant either and we've all got kind of our frustrations against the the ownership the whoever it is that's bringing in the players and so on and so forth but, but, but whatever happens I think there needs to be some kind of you know and he's not impervious to criticism of course um, Rob Edwards and, and the team but they're not they're not but there needs to be some kind of unilateral backing unified backing for for this team because otherwise before you know it it becomes a toxic kind of atmosphere and, and, and nobody wants to play in that so it's hard. There was improvements there. I think. I think people agree on that front. But there's a long, long, long way to go. And I almost wonder. I was saying to the guy next to me, Sammy, who've had many years, and say, you know what? If they'd have said in the summer, right, it's going to be a long, hard summer. It's going to be a long, hard season. We're going to sell players. We're going to bring in young, homegrown players. Whatever it may be, we're going to promote a few through academy. We're not going for promotion this season, guys. We're not going for promotion next season's promotion or whatever it may be but the kind of utterances that we've had and a few little bits and bobs we've had from Scott Ducksbury and so on have sort of pointed towards that and I think that's kind of helped raise expectations you know which would have been there regardless because we've just come down from Premier League of course but I just think if there had been a bit more kind of careful management of the situation we wouldn't all be kind of quibbling amongst ourselves and, 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 and arguing amongst ourselves on Twitter and I just think that's the biggest thing for me. So it's not perfect. It's a long, long way from it. There are a hell of a lot of faults here, there, and everywhere. You know, as I say, Rob Edwards and the team not impervious from criticism. Of course, they're not. The ownership a hell of a long way from it. But I think we as a team, we as a, a supporter base, have a, a, a bit of a duty and to kind of a bit of a responsibility, to kind of get behind the team and try and create an atmosphere within which we can do the best with what we've got. So there you go. A lot of speaking, a lot well of words. Said. Well, Tom, well, well said, Tom. Are you, are you walking down the road <laughs> yeah, with yeah. some people speeding? <laughs> uh, you're either that or you're, or you're in, you're in like a Costa next I'm to a walking, barista who's keeping that speedway down, track, down, I think. Apologies, yeah. yeah, I'm just walking the road to the Not chicken. at all, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. You you know what Twitter space is like. Let's be honest, guys. You know we're doing we're doing. Thank you very much. I'm going to put you on uh, on uh, on mute now, there. So just because the uh, just because of the, uh, the 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 background noise there. Yeah, but brilliant summarisation there. It's, you're absolutely right, Tom. If we don't get behind the club and we're, uh, you know, or behind the team, and we're sitting there saying, well, the board aren't backing the manager, and the manager's not perfect. If we don't get behind the team, at least at the start of games, uh, and and keep trying to roar them on, then who the hell is going to help them? There was a couple of uh, moments earlier on. I think it was uh, I can't remember who it was that described Cristiano Giretta as butterfly man, who really must be the lowest wattage superhero. That we've ever had, but rumor has it that uh, that he's either left the club or is in discussions about leaving the club, and that his uh, his involvement with, uh, <laughs> with with the buffet table um, and and overnight stays was kind of the the level of minutiae that he was kind of influencing. I would I would love to see the man gone. I think his recruitment has been 
pitiful and and he's not kind of what we need what we need at the moment and i'm going to say this immediately after after thursday night when justin and i were speaking to the aforementioned kenny jacket kenny jacket as an assistant manager at watford with graham taylor won two promotions he left and went to uh, when when luca viali came in and went to qpr and helped ian holloway win another championship in the in QPR. But we can't hold that against Kenny. He's going to have one or two bad moves. He then went off as a manager himself and he bought he bought a promotion to um, Wolves, Millwall and Swansea. Not in that order. In fact, quite the opposite. He spent four years at Portsmouth where he had the, the best win percentage of Justin, did I say 1904? Since 1904? You did, yeah, 1904 I think it was, yeah. Here is a man who is presently not working in football um, and if you are looking for a man who has a network of people around homegrown players and homegrown availability and an understanding of what is needed in recruitment, this is your man. We're going to be releasing the interview. I finished editing it earlier today that we did with him. We're going to release it in two parts. The part one is really going to be centering around his playing career. We also touch on his experiences with Wales as an international. Part two, which will follow uh, shortly after it, is, is the one where if you want to hear about modern needs in recruitment and what people need to do and how they need to think and what he, you know, we asked him the question, if you're going into a club, what would you do? What's the first thing you would do in your first 30, 60 or 90 days? And he answers the question. If Teddy Jacket would be revealed as the next technical director, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be buying the drinks, Justin, and you know, you know what a serious state of affairs it takes for me to say oh, things I like do. that. Don't, don't, I don't do. exhale. You're already sucking the air through your teeth. There's no need to blurt out. Anyway, that's just insulting. Anyway, today we played Sunderland. Sunderland weren't all of that, but they've just won the League One playoffs. So of course they're not all that. They've been down in the in in League One for uh, for for a couple of seasons. They didn't have Ross Stewart, their best centre forward, and the other forward whose name I can't remember was injured against Reading. They were depleted, and we couldn't put them to sword. That is frustrating, and it's frustrating for everybody. And it doesn't matter whether or not you think it's partly Rob Edwards or it, and partly the board, or entirely one or entirely the other. I think most people here said no. We want to stick with Rob Edwards. We want to try to stick with a manager but of course there's going to come a time when we're going to be still questioning those those decisions that he makes in game there's only one person kind of controlling the in-game management and the in-game substitution and a lot of the the five word uh, kind of reviews of it we have really really kind of pulled that out so it's not going to be all sweetness and light and or indeed butterflies uh, going towards Rob Edwards. We're going to look at him. We're going to scrutinise him. We're going to talk about it. But the lovely thing is to have a discussion about it and not to have to go, you disagree with me. I'm going to send you something rude on Twitter because that will make me feel better about myself. If that makes you feel better about yourself, probably want to have a good look at yourself rather than worry about the person that you're upset about their opinion. <laughs> Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That has not become bad advice overnight. It's just words. Please don't be offended. Please don't go looking to be offended and don't worry about it. But if you want anything to say and you want to say literally whatever you want to say, here is the place after games, get it out of your system, share with it. We had Charlie came on, said earlier on, didn't think Truce Kong had the greatest game. But other people came on and backed him up. Nobody, nobody is is hurt in that situation. It doesn't matter. It's people's opinions. We express them here. 
final point of the uh, uh, of tonight, and then we're going to wind this up, is obviously everybody was uh, was hugely respectful. It was football's opportunity after the postponements from last uh, last week to show marks of respect, and that was done hugely. Uh, today at Vicarage Road, which was which was lovely to see, um, it was lovely to see Rita and the Taylor family and Luther being at the heart of that. Yes, we want Luther at the centre of the club, ideally, um, and it's that sort of you know, if it's that sort of ceremonial plus ambassadorial role, whatever it is, that that's where we that's where we want him front and centre doing those things because because of what he represents and because of what he's done for the club. That's 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 wonderful stuff, and of course, very sadly. Um, Carl's dad and all of the lovely, lovely comments and and uh, and likes from from the from the note of condolence that, that we put out. Thank you from the bottom of the heart of everybody who's at, at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. We are so appreciative for you for it. We talked about earlier on about what a club is. That's what a club is. It's about what connects us. It's about what we have in common. It's not just about what divides us, however easy it is to tell somebody that over Twitter. Guys, Justin, anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, mate. You've said it all, mate. Well done. Guys, love love to everybody. Thank you so much indeed. Enjoy the uh, uh, what is a bank holiday weekend, obviously. But uh, obviously, I hope uh, everybody's kind of uh, uh, you know kind of the, the, during the Queen's funeral can uh, can, can uh, be, be respectful of it and understand that obviously it will be a it will be a day of of national mourning as well. And uh, and obviously, everybody have a good day tomorrow. Love you all. Cheers. Come on, you ones. You ones. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.